0: This is our
1: podcast song. It isn't very long.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Sarah. Whoops. (laughs) Hi, Christina. (laughs) We love our intro song so much that we keep playing it twice. (laughs) All the time. All the time. Thank you, everybody,
1: for tuning in to Laughing with Ginger's Get Ready to Laugh.
0: Laughing with Gingers is the podcast for two feisty redheads with loud laughs, share crazy stories, we play games, and spread silliness and joy. And that little newly refreshed
1: redhead over there is my (laughs) partner in crime on the Laughing with Gingers podcast, Christina Curry.
0: And that is Sarah Alipin, my my hero that I have to follow in all her footsteps. My co-host of (laughs) Laughing with Gingers.
1: (laughs) And today we are talking about um, basically glitches in the system,
0: so tech fails um, and all kinds of stuff like that. I'm super pumped. Guess what, Sarah? You're never going to guess, but I have a game for you. Oh, my God. Guess what, Christina? Oh, my God. You have a game for me?
1: (laughs) I have history for you. Oh,
0: my God. What? It's happening. Is it a full moon right now? It's like we switched lives. I don't even know what's happening. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so excited for your history. Yeah, I'm excited for your game. Hopefully,
1: you do a better job at mixing up the answers than I did on the last one.
0: Well, (laughs) I'm making the game very hard, and it's a fill-in-the-blank kind of game. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. Don't hate me. I just turned red. (laughs) You're like, oh, shit. Uh, I feel like you're going to get a lot of these, though. We'll see. Your ability to, like, recall, I think, is, like, good. (laughs) That sounded like a weak pump you up, but truly. Uh I do have an elephant memory. Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, okay. So, shall should we get into Well, let me, okay. Why don't you go first, Sarah? Why don't you go first and drop some history on us? All right. Um, so
1: What causes computer glitches? Are you ready? <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Computer glitches can be super frustrating at times, but what exactly causes them? It turns out it can be for a variety of reasons. Computer glitches are often only a temporary disruption. They can have a wide variety of causes, although the most common causes are errors within the operating system, which would be like Windows or Mac iOS. Mm. Um, Defects in the piece of software or problems – created by computer bugs or viruses in according to wonderopolis.org
0: <laughs> I like that name <laughs> <sighs>
1: Um so there is actually something called the glitch effect ooh um, So if you love glitches, then you might want to check out this niche art form. Glitch effect or glitch art is the practice of using digital or analog errors to form an artwork. Glitch artists – isn't that crazy? Yeah. Glitch artists will often artificially corrupt digital data or physically manipulate electronic devices to realize their works.
0: Ooh, that sounds super duper cool.
1: Yeah, I didn't look up any examples, but I'm sure producer Liz can find some and share them on her Instagram.
0: (laughs) I would totally go to that traveling show because it sounds really cool. And then... um,
1: So there's also a difference between a glitch and a bug, which seems obvious, but um, maybe isn't necessarily. So the term bug and glitch are often used interchangeably, but there's an important difference. A glitch is a short-lived fault in the system. A software bug is an error, flaw, failure or fault in the computer programming or systems that causes it to produce an incorrect or unexpected result or to behave in unexpected ways or unintended Mm, ways. Interesting. That makes sense. Yeah. I I mean, it does like – I guess you just like don't really think about the difference between the Mm -mm. two of them. Mm -mm. But then once you hear it, it's like, oh, that is kind of obvious.
0: Yeah. mm -hmm, It definitely makes sense. I always use them interchangeably. Just whatever kind of flew out of my mouth. (laughs) Exactly. I just got
1: a smoker's cough (laughs) or a smoker's laugh with a cough spiced in.
0: Rough weekend there, Sarah. (laughs) Uh,
1: So you want to throw me some, some game?
0: Yeah. Okay. So Here's the first game. You have to name this company's name. And these are all – I don't want to give too much away. These are all sort of tech fails or bombs or flops or, you know. What's
1: going to be really funny right now is if that's part of my history. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For the first time ever, (laughs) we might be sharing the same content. Which means if you did look it up, that means you probably are going to do really good on the game.
1: True, but this was supposed to be recorded last week and I haven't read it again since.
0: Oh, see? Okay, perfect. Okay. So without this company, something else would surely have popular, popularized. On, look, like five words into this and I can't even pronounce something. <laughs> Damn it. I' this time it's a glitch. normal word. <laughs> I know. I ginger glitch all over the place. <laughs> Get the glitch out of here. I know. Okay, without this company something else would surely have popularized online file sharing, but credit credit is credit where credits due. This company's turn of the century rise as of the as the world's de facto peer-to-peer internet client hastened the shift away from compact di- discs to ethereal digital tunes. Can you guess yet or should I keep going? So this is a music
1: sharing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you, if you hadn't said tunes, I was going to jump in and say it was Dropbox because I think they were the first mm-hmm.
0: but they're still sharing. around, They're still around.
1: Oh, did you say that this
0: company is not Maybe around this anymore? like tech failures, flops, bombs, like, you know. Got it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh
0: Napster. Yeah! Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding, ding! Yay! So less well-known is the way the service also paved the way for the widespread adoption of some important technical blueprints for the middle ages of the internet. I love that they're calling that the middle ages of the internet. Like It kind of is. It kind of is in this moment. So in the story of it, its you know, young founder, Sean Fanning, undoubtedly influenced the careers of a host of startup founders who followed – Napster's greatest strength, the unfettered exchange of anything, including copyright infringing songs and albums, eventually proved its Achilles heel, forcing it to shift to a subscription-based model that ultimately just, you know, drove it to bankruptcy. Womp womp. Do you know what the,
1: the company, the next company he started that is still around today
0: is? Ooh, 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 ooh. I feel like I had this knowledge in my brain at one point. I definitely told you this. I I uh 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 uh, I don't know, Spotify. Oh snap! Oh snap!
1: So he moved over to Spotify, and um, you use Spotify.
0: I do not use Spotify. Mm, I yeah, I use Spotify. I heard it a lot. I definitely love it. I'm always sharing like. Playlists with everyone and people and friends and, like, you know, doing combined playlists. So it's really fun. So technically, he didn't really, like, fail with Napster. He
1: actually transitioned a lot of the same things because you can still share those playlists
0: mm-hmm. and everything.
1: Um mm-hmm. What I don't like about what he's doing with Spotify is that he's purchasing certain podcasts and then making them be the only ones on that – like only available on that platform. So it's like forces me to listen to them on that platform and I mm-hmm. just hate the advertisements that are constantly popping up because I don't pay for pro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I can understand that.
1: Yeah. So my, mine is just a little bit of a petty uh, complaint. Nothing, <laughs> Nothing good, but <laughs> –
0: <laughs> Nothing too dramatic.
1: Nothing super like brainy or important in life.
0: <laughs> it's important. <laughs> okay, all right. I have another one. <clears throat> so these iconic devices were many users' first smartphones, able to connect to the internet, send and receive email, and chat with one another over message companies' messages. BlackBerry, yeah see i told you you're going to get all these solar yeah they were they were everywhere i even had a blackberry and i was like not a business lady at the time uh so they sold more than 50 million devices in 2011 but that was basically like the high water mark and um They failed to really keep up with the times. They stubbornly were sticking to the trademark physical keyboard rather than adopting that iPhone-like full touch screen. And that quickly became so fashionable that BlackBerry just, like, tanked. Um, And I think they they still exist, but, like, barely hanging on. Yeah.
1: I feel like they eventually switched over to the touch keyboard.
0: They might have. Um, I can't
1: remember, but I feel like they at least tried I to make think, the change, but it was, it was like too little too late. And too too late. I get it because like, you know, I know I don't look at my keyboard at all while I'm typing and same with if I'm using my phone. And it's actually my, why I don't prefer to use my phone because you have like on the F and the the J, you have, like, the little m- bars on your keyboard so you know where your hands are without looking. mm mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. um, And did. that's
1: something. They did go to oh, touch they screen. Did. Yeah. Mm.
0: Too late. Yeah, it, it looks was, like, really wig. clunky, though, still. mm <laughs> mm
1: Yeah, I feel like right around the time of Benghazi is when they went to touch screen. And the reason I say that is I feel like when Hillary Clinton um, got off the airplane, they, she had a BlackBerry that was touchscreen.
0: That is like the most random fact. Two thousand eight. Is that when Benghazi was?
1: Ah. Well, no, I have no idea. <laughs> I just looked up when they went to touchscreen. I don't have like all. I don't have a Sarah brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking so much of Liz right now.
0: I got now you. I got we you. he happens. Let's line up this timeline. Get out a whiteboard, you guys.
1: <laughs> I'm well, gonna need more you- helpers.
0: Yeah, yeah. We need a we need a producer number two.
1: <laughs> What's Enora doing? Is she available? <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. I bet she's one heck of a Googler. (laughs) (laughs) She Googles as good as she catches bugs.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) God. I love it. Poor Blackberry. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they had the government
0: contract.
1: So so did Skype. I mean, Skype is another is this gonna be the next one you were gonna ask me about was gonna be Skype.
0: (laughs) No, I actually don't have Skype, but yeah, like that should have been on my list because that I feel like everyone used it and then everyone stopped using it. Yeah, I mean, and go to meeting.
1: Like they could yeah, have done so well meeting. during the pandemic, mm-hmm. but they just like go to meeting was unnecessarily complicated. And the fact that they wanted to install kind of like secret files on my system, I did not like. Mm-mm. Um Mm-mm. yeah. So um yeah. And then all of a sudden everybody know knew who Zoom was.
0: <laughs> I know. It's really funny <laughs> to think like no one knew what it was, and then everyone knew what it was.
1: Yeah, and just adopted it like it was no big deal. But Skype was such a thing. Like when when you would want to Skype with someone, it was like such a big deal.
0: Yeah, it was totally a big deal. Um okay, I've I, have, I I'll, I'll do one more and then we'll get to some facts. I don't All know right. How to put it like that, but <laughs> cuz you're uh, cuz you're fun. I didn't- <laughs> Oh, you're going to get this one right away. Okay. The first internet service provider to capture the country's attention. It began to gobble up content on the web, much in the same way that Facebook and Google are doing today. AOL? Yes. (laughs) AOL. Ding, 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 ding. And AOL's instant messenger platform was arguably a precursor to every messaging app currently in operation. And it's not a stretch to say that AOL was the first popular social network, buddy lists and all. But eventually... The company was both clotheslined by subscribers departing for faster ISPs and undercut by free internet service like Microsoft's Hotmail and Google's Gmail, which quickly antiquated the iconic, you've got mail alert. Aww. I had an AOL account. You know what my email was? I'm so embarrassed to say this right now. Oh my
1: God. I cannot wait to hear this.
0: <laughs> and, well, I have a friend who knew me back then and still will like call me by my very first email. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like sweating. I ha okay because my initials are KK, right? So, and I I loved rainbows even back then, even as a kid, like a little like five year old kid. I love rainbows, so I called my first email account K Rainbow K.
1: <laughs> That's not even that embarrassing. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, Mine was um. My mom calls me Sariti, like Sariti, like uh, like little Sarah with an I on the end instead of the A. Oh yeah. Because when we first went to um, Mexico City when I was in elementary school, my mom learned what that meant, and then she started calling me that. And she called since she called me Sari, then she transitioned. So mine was Queen Saridi.
0: <laughs> I love that you labeled yourself a queen. Oh yeah. Ah. <laughs> I had big aspirations even oh, then. Oh man! Oh man! Oh
1: man! That is hilarious.
0: <laughs> Mine's way
1: more embarrassing than yours.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel embarrassed by it, but yeah, <laughs> I remember. I, I was. I made friends all across the country. Even like in Canada, I met people in the all those mess or all those chat rooms or whatever.
1: Yeah, same. Um, we actually had. Um, So I used to read comic books, like, I like loved comic books. And um, the reason I was Queen Sarini was actually because my favorite character was the white queen from Mm. X-Men. And so (laughs) I guess I could relate to being the most pale human ever. (laughs) And the little evil. Um,
0: (laughs) We don't talk about that part.
1: You know, the prankster part has has background. Yeah. <laughs> um, So we actually made comic book friends. My brother and I made comic book friends and ended up like all getting together um, and like meeting in real life at some point because they were like – like their families all happened to be like coming through Maryland at the same time.
0: Ooh. And so like,
1: we all got together in my backyard.
0: That's so cool. Yeah, I love super it. nerdy. I've
1: never said I'm not nerdy, just to be clear.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. AOL bringing people together, bringing in nerds together <laughs> in real life since 2001 or whatever. I don't even know when they Oh my started. god, that was way
1: before 2001. I graduated high school in 2001. This was like when I was in 6th grade or something.
0: Okay, I just threw a date out there. <laughs> I didn't say it was right. <laughs>
1: No, that would just make me really old and nerdy for that. <laughs> I'm not willing to say I was that nerdy at that age. You're just nerdy,
0: not old and nerdy. <laughs> There's a difference.
1: <laughs> a big difference. <laughs> so it's saying it started in 1985, but it went public in 1992. Oh, AOL. wow. Yeah. I mean so I wonder if that's when it went public for free when you could have like an AIM like an instant messenger maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm just A- so surprised I how I didn't realize how it's as old as I am
0: <laughs> I, I think I was like in my early to mid teens like chatting it up with me and my friends like talking about makeup with some chick and chicka or yeah, like Chicago across the country, you know? Like I feel as though I was like mid teens. So that yeah. makes sort of sense. Yeah. Where you had to dial up and use the phone line. And it took forever. forever. And you if you pick up a phone, boom, disconnected. If you're like Done. mom, I'm trying to get on the internet. <laughs>
1: Yeah, my brother and I used to have like wars where it would be yeah. like my turn to use the internet. So I, w- if he wouldn't get off, then I would pick up the phone and disconnect him and then he would do it to me as soon as he knew I got connected.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember just staying up super duper late when everyone went to bed so I could like use the internet because it was like – it was hard to get on and my brother played a lot of games. So he was on constantly. And it seemed more important than me just getting on there to chat about, like, hair and makeup with, with like, people in
1: the chat room. <laughs> I can't imagine that that was the topic you gravitated toward. That's just not very, like, Christina-y.
0: I mean, I can be kind of girly. It's I've had not my a moment. matter of girly.
1: It's more a matter of, I don't know. I don't think I ever really talked with anyone about makeup.
0: I mean, I don't remember all the subjects. I just remember, like, I don't know. We probably talked about boys too and like our crushes that we had.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or like drama at school.
0: Yeah. Total drama. Like, so and so was such a bitch yesterday.
1: Yeah. And then your internet friends would like hate your real life friends that like <laughs> were not nice to you. <laughs> Oh,
0: oh man. my God, we're recovering so many of my memories. Now. I know. This is crazy. Oh my God. I even think like I practiced flirting on there too with boys, but who knows who that was on the other end. That's true. At
1: least I met my people in person.
0: <laughs> Luckily, I never got sucked into like, you know, flying to, I don't know, Canada to meet up with. Oh. <gasps> Oh, my God, that is the dialogue tone. Where did that That's
1: coming from Liz.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my God. And then in like 17 and a half minutes, your web browser would load. Yeah, you would see
0: the little like yellow guy walking and walking, the little walking man walking and walking and walking and God, walking. I
1: wonder how many steps he got in a day. Oh,
0: <laughs> man. He hit his 10,000 mark. Wow. We just wanted to bring to any more down. fresh memories in there. Just, you know. This is like really cracking me up. Oh,
1: my God. That
0: is amazing. All right. Do you have this any- for the win? I know, seriously, that was um, that was good. So right.
1: I have the five most embarrassing software bugs in history.
0: Oh yeah, bring it on! So AT
1: and T hangs up its long distance service in 1990 <laughs> for nine hours in January. No AT and T customer could make a long distance call. The problem was the software that controlled the company's long-distance relay switches, software that had just been updated, or was software that had just been updated. AT&T wound up losing $60 million in charges that day. And that's in 1990 money, so I don't know what that equals, but with inflation, that's a very expensive bug.
0: (laughs) That is a huge expensive mistake. Yes, someone got fired, yeah, that's like the Keystone
1: pipeline or whatever just yeah um, <laughs> or when they when they used <laughs> I thought about this too, Christina and I were part of a summit that we were that I was hosting. She was one of my speakers, and somebody um on the East Coast cut the um the fiber optics cable that powered the internet and zoom across. The East Coast, so Christina actually had to step in and host the summit for the rest of that day, mm-hmm. um, because we all lost the internet, and that was like beginning January. of pandemic. No, oh, no that no, no, was no. that this January. Yeah, okay, that was so it was this like January. a
0: year.
1: It was like a year into the pandemic then, so it was like. Yeah. Yeah, people were big. That's a
0: huge – Yeah, if I hadn't been on the West Coast, happened to be on at the same time and flipping over, you would have not been able to run the rest of that summit that day. It's crazy. One little tiny mistake. Somebody with a shovel and a fiber optics cable can really F up your tech. Yeah, seriously.
1: (laughs) I don't think it was a shovel. but (laughs)
0: It could have been.
1: No, it couldn't have been. I don't know. It could have been. I have no idea, but now I think about it when I use a shovel. All right. Should should I share one more and then we'll take a quick break and come back in with some more game? Yeah. All right. Um, The Pentium Chips Math Error. In 1993, thanks to a programming error, Intel's famous Pentium chip turned out to be pretty bad at math. The actual mistakes um, it made were fairly minute uh, beyond the eighth decimal point, and I, this is so technical for me. I'm like, oh, already. Um, ah. and. <laughs> And limited to certain kinds of division problems. But the irony, oh, the irony of a computer chip that made math errors made the problem blow up into the mother of all public relations disasters. Uh Uh-oh. After playing down the severity of the problem, causing even more public backlash, and I remember this, um, the company finally agreed to provide anyone who asked with a fixed chip.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's like giving calculators out that can't add numbers. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and
1: imagine like these—like bankers use these, and like the stock market, and like,
0: yeah, you know, Intel
1: is like a huge—you rely on Intel.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened to them? Yeah.
1: I think they're still around. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Apple has their own processors now with the newer computers that they launched uh, at the end of last year. Mm. Um, And does your Apple watch have the new
0: processor? Uh, I don't know. And I would not know how to figure that out. (laughs) (laughs)
1: You would have had to purchase it after September of last year, I think.
0: Oh, then no, it's got the old one.
1: Okay. Um, Mine has the new one, but I don't know what it means. So Ah. it's not really doing me any favors. Um, do you want to give me a few more game? I
0: don't know how much you have before we go to break. I have like uh, three, four, five. Yeah, I can give you – let me give you one more. Okay. Um, okay. Perhaps no gadget evokes the early turn of the century like the Blank, a personalized motorized scooter that rides control by leaning in one direction or another. Okay, I'll keep going. Designed as a revolutionary new transportation option, this thing has largely been regulated to the realm of mall cop and tour groups. Oh, God. The segue. <laughs> yes. I knew you'd get it after that
1: sentence. <laughs> when you said scooter, I all
0: I could think of was like oh. the annoying
1: lime scooters that are always oh parked God, in the middle of
0: yeah. the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, but for whatever reason, technologists never tire of trying to replace the well-proven movement method of walking around. <laughs> the great hoverboard craze in 2015 and 16 can trace its or- origins directly to this stand-up scooter. Um, and the guy who like owned a Segway literally was on a Segway and segwayed off of a cliff and died. Oh my god, no. Yeah. It's, oh. it's really sad. I even verified because I'm like, that feels like too funny of a story to be true. <laughs> <laughs> I was he Segwaying near a cliff. It was I, – I think it was by his home or something. It was this cliff by his giant house because he's a rich person from Segway, I guess. All those uh, mall cop um, bids. And, and those tours. And, and those tours. <laughs> the walking tours. I know I've actually never ridden a segue. I just I can't get myself to do it.
1: No, I feel like it would be a disaster for me. like it would immediately be me ending up in the Potomac River or like off a cliff driving <laughs> just straight into a parked car <laughs> <laughs> like full speed backward,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> When I think I'm going forward, all of a sudden I'm like right back.
1: <laughs> I just I feel like I would be a disaster
0: mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. a Segway. Yeah, yeah. I I I want to look around too much if I'm on a tour, and I don't think I could control my like looking around and also driving. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I'm too curious. I'm too much of a look-see, You know. Yeah, I would rather roller skate. I I just let's let's use our feet. Let's walk.
1: Yeah, I mean if I needed to have some sort of wheel under me, it's going to be roller skates.
0: Yeah, I think I'd go
1: with like a bike, a bike tour I could do. That I could see myself running into a mailbox or something while looking around. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh god. Okay. It's-
1: All right. Well, we will be right back on Laughing with Gingers. Stay tuned. And we are back on Laughing with Gingers. We have flipped the script today for Ginger Glitch, today's episode. And Christina is quizzing me. And I'm the one playing the game. And I am sharing history. Who (laughs) knew? There's a glitch in our ginger system.
0: (laughs) Sarah's killing it, too. Okay. <clears throat> you want another one? Give it to me. Okay. This was a place where web stars were born and music and film careers were launched, as Time wrote in an article that I won't say anymore about that because I'll leave it <laughs> away. <laughs> and it certainly helped popularize the basic concept of social media and online profiles. Do you know what it is yet? No. But this once king of social media was overtaken by rival Facebook around 2009.
1: Oh, it's MySpace. Yay.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, because that was such a big music platform. Yeah, a lot of music, like a lot of bands were launched on there and found. Yeah. so what happened? Some observers blamed bureaucratic morass after News Corp purchased MySpace's parent company for $580 million in 2005. Facebook, which now boasts 1.86 billion monthly active users, likely learned from MySpace's demise, staying quick to adapt to change, changing users' tastes and remaining unafraid to pay big sums to gobble up potential rivals like Instagram, which it acquired for $1 billion in 2012. I think too. Facebook didn't like you had to know a little code in order to like set up your MySpace, you know, profile. So I think Facebook made it a little more um, easier and less involved in that way. You know, what I, do you remember that? Yeah, so
1: I um I was part of the pilot program for Facebook because I went to University of Maryland, mm. and you had to have a college email address initially to set up Facebook. Um, now the problem was that once you graduated, you had your like is that ev- essentially you were going to transition out of your college email address at some point. Like I couldn't yeah. have Terp Mail forever. Yeah. Um, that doesn't make sense for University of Maryland, but um. So they ended up opening it up to everybody eventually, but it had been intended to be like, you know, saying like, here, we're all getting together. Like this is what's going on on the college campus, not so much of what it is now. And I like that idea. I don't Mm -hmm. like face. It's no surprise here. I do not like Facebook. I use Instagram and I know they're owned by Facebook, but I still do not like, it's just, it's too noisy. It's too much going on. But I don't remember what it was like setting up uh, MySpace other than that. Remember, you could skin your MySpace page so you could like really customize it and make it look awesome. And when we got Facebook, I always thought that was like a missed opportunity because you just kind of had to go with like whatever they wanted you to have.
0: Right, but um, you skinned it based on coding, so you have you'd have to go find coding to add like a picture into the background or make your page purple. But then it was cool though because you could add like a song, so a song yeah. would automatically play, and then you could add in like a blog type platform because I remember mm-hmm. like I blogged even back then. Like I didn't, they didn't call it blogging. I forget what they called it. Like, it was like it. Live Journal. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then you could, like, add your top 10 people and, like, change, you know, and, like, be like, these are my top favorites. And, uh, wow, I can't even remember everything. But I yeah. just remember it was very – it was a little more complicated than when Facebook came up. And But it was, it was so much more customizable, which was the
1: really cool thing. Were you still in college when Facebook came up? Because I think I was a senior when it came or maybe a junior, and I was part of the pilot school, so you probably were out of college.
0: I was – no. I was like in college forever for like all my 20s into my 30s. Oh. <laughs>
1: I forgot you went back to school.
0: Yeah. Well, I I did like my first time through, it was like a two-year college that I turned into like four years <laughs> and then I took some time off and then when I went back to school, it was like a four-year degree that I turned into like six or seven. I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> but you were working at the same time as that. Like yeah. You were learning marketing
1: and working as a marketing yeah. person for a company. Yeah. I can't remember which one coffee yeah.
0: bean? Yeah, the coffee bean. Yeah, I was yeah, I was the marketing director there while also in school. So, I never actually went to full-time school in almost That's so my entire So, I can't I always like worked and did part-time school. So, I was always in it and doing it but just like part-time. So, I never took summers off. I never did like winter breaks cuz I was part-time, so I just kept going. <laughs> in both yeah. of my careers
1: of of college. Oh, that's so interesting. So I did 4 years at University of Maryland for undergrad and I worked part-time during my undergrad degree because I I this was back when you could do this cuz remember when we took out student loans you didn't ha- you had loan forgiveness for um as long as you were full-time at school so maybe you don't remember this cuz mm-hmm. you were school part-time. Um I bet Sean remembers this, your brother. Um, Liz might too. But if you, as long as you were full-time and you paid back your student loans, you had debt forgiveness for all of your college career and then six months out. So it was like Mm. one of the benefits of being a full-time student. So um, I actually worked through and um, high school. I started working when I was 11, but um, I saved all my money and then I like had it in like a high yield savings account. And then I paid my college loans off the the day before I hit six months so that I wouldn't have to pay interest.
0: Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, you played that one good. I know. And
1: it's so sad people can't do that anymore. The other hack that I did was I took um, during summers, I took courses that I knew I wasn't going to do well in and that would not reflect well in my GPA at the community college because your credits transferred, but your grade didn't impact your GPA. So I still graduated at the top of my class.
0: Oh. I was, um,
1: I think I was the top person in my degree. Mm-hmm. Um but I still graduated at the top of my class, even though I got a C in statistics over the summer and it was a four credit C. So that would have like really hurt my GPA.
0: Oh my God. Yeah, definitely. Oh, statistics. I think I got like Ugh. a C in that too. I hated that class so much.
1: I – it was just – it was so complicated and it was so yeah. much like graphs in spreadsheets. It was not what I thought it would be at all. uh huh. Uh-uh. 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 We are way off in like a totally different. I know this is the new podcast we're launching. Get your degree with.
0: <laughs> we'll tell you how to get your degree <laughs> in the most efficient way possible. Don't do what Christina did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you did great. Look at you now. Look
0: at me now, kids. <laughs> oh God! I with your my sweaty
1: bras. <laughs>
0: I know. <laughs> nipples don't sweat. <laughs> That's what I learned in college, Co- College guys, those nipples don't sweat. <laughs> yep. Yep. I picture you going outliers. from – Yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like you were going from school to work or from work to school during the nipple sweating story. <laughs> I probably was. I feel like I was in school so long and forever.
0: I'm a lifelong learner. (laughs) I
1: mean, for my master's degree, I went Mm part-time. And that took me uh, not as long as I expected, but still took me like four years. Yeah, forever. Part-time school takes forever. It's so much more work, especially because your brain isn't like working in the same way because you're not just like focused on – yeah. It's true. Okay. Uh, are you going to throw some game at me or you want some history? Give us some history. All right. <laughs> the Mars climate orbiter disintegrates in space. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you remember that when that happened? No. Oh, my God. It was in 1998, so NASA's 600... 55 million dollar robotic and that's in 98 money so in with inflation that's like 2 billion i don't know <laughs> um robotic space probe plowed into mars's upper atmosphere at the wrong angle and burnt up in the process the problem The software that ran the ground computer's thrusters output was calculated in the wrong units. I remember this because I was in chemistry and that was why our teacher kept nagging us. And That's how I remembered to always label my units. Um, So it was in pounds per second instead of newtons per second. Leave it to an American to do that. Pounds per second. (laughs) Oh my God. As the NASA Lockheed contract had specified, the, they wanted um, newtons per second. So, fortunately, the software programs for subsequent missions missions to Mars um, have gotten the measurements right.
0: That's a big mistake that they definitely overlooked, and I'm surprised that wasn't caught before. Yeah, I mean
1: that might. Mu- that's probably why it was like in grade because that's I was in ninth grade um I'm really showing my age in this episode I have now told you what year I graduated high school what year I have I started high school and if you look up when Facebook started piloting you can figure out what year I graduated from college (laughs) (laughs) would anyone like my social security number (laughs) Um, but I think that, I mean, either this is why or whatever, but we always had to write the units. Like you could not get away with not writing inches or whatever it was for, you know, in chem, Like you just, you got the answer wrong.
0: Oh yeah. I feel like that's certainly a thing. I don't, it didn't get burned in my brain like for you but i also hated science classes so oh i loved chemistry no nope i took astrology in college cuz i was like i hate chemistry so i did astrology I, I really
1: wanted to like biology but i hated my bio teacher um and i loved earth science too
0: mm, mhm mhm i like google earth <laughs>
1: All right, you want to quiz me some more? I've got two histories left.
0: Okay, cool. All right, I'm going to give you boom, boom, the last two that I have. Okay, this is a – oh, you're going to get this right. Okay, barcode-like symbols that smartphone users could scan for information about some real-world object, be it a movie poster or a museum exhibit.
1: I want to say this is QR codes, but they are still around.
0: Okay, it is QR code, ding ding ding, but they're just—it's—they're just not wildly utilized in America like maybe they are overseas. So it does remain popular abroad. The technology actually never caught on though in the U.S. And there's speculation maybe it's because they're ugly or they tend to be jarring. But the idea of scanning real-world objects with our smartphone remains. So Pinterest recently introduced Lens, an app that analyzes physical items to help you find similar products for sale online. Uh, But yeah, I think like being in marketing and working for other companies, we try to use QR codes constantly because it's so easy for a marketer to just be like, here, scan this and then you'll find all the information that I'm trying to tell you. But consumers didn't get it. They wouldn't scan it. We would barely get any traction on QR codes that we'd put out there. May it be a flyer or if we put it on a poster or, you know, even if we gave you instructions like open up your camera, scan the QR code, it still just never, ever caught on for us. Well, when they first came out, um, I remember
1: that I had an iPhone mm-hmm. um, and they, you had to have a separate app. Yeah, you did.
0: And, and then they integrated I like, it is... into the camera.
1: Yeah. And I feel like had it just been integrated into the camera, it would have been so much more successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that – it kind of to me seems like something where they launched it thinking like, um, you know, oh, well, you know, well, if we need to make changes, we will, but we think people are going to download this app. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I like downloaded the app, forgot it was on there and then deleted the app and was like – F all of these. I don't know why I'm censoring my my cursing today, but I don't know. um, Being so proper. Um, I know, I know. Look at me, the Queen of England over here, Um, (laughs) Queen Ceridi, the Queen of England. I was just
0: about to say that. (laughs) Uh,
1: So, um, but yeah, like I, from I also uh, aesthetically think they're really ugly.
0: They are – I mean, there are ways to do it where you can, like, embed a little symbol in it and make them look kind of pretty. But, yeah, they're kind of – yeah, they're not super attractive. Also, the problem early on when you had an app to scan it is there were maybe, like, five or six apps on the market – and sometimes some apps would scan the QR code and other apps wouldn't. So I remember I had like all of them on my phone and I would test every single one of them before I launched any marketing material out there to make sure it was compatible for all five or six apps. It was so, it was so annoying. You never it's know just which consumers apps they had, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And as a
1: consumer, you didn't know which one was right.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, okay. And the final one. <laughs> you're like, you're doing great. You're winning Thanks. this game. And I was like, ooh, fill in the blank might be too hard. But no, it's not. Uh, this is fun. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, I'm trying to read this to where you won't get it. But you're going to get it. um. Okay. Yeah, this is like always. It's worded so easy. Um. Okay. Uh, it's just uh, <laughs> all the words. Give it away. All the words. Give it away. <sighs> Do you need a minute, Christina? <laughs> I need. I need a minute. I should have like edited this one like more heavily, but as I'm like in my brain reading it, you're going to get it instantly. Okay. You ask me, or I mean, give me some history. Look, I'm so used to you asking me questions. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: So in 2007, Windows locked out non-software pirates. So for 19 hours on August 24th, 2007, anyone who in, who tried to install Windows was told by M- Microsoft's anti-privacy software, which was called Windows Genuine Advantage. Um, <laughs> that is not what it sounds like, but whatever. Um, not great marketing, maybe?
0: Um, <laughs> I should workshop that. <laughs>
1: That they were installing illegal copies. So if you bought Windows Vista, which is really unfortunate anyway for anyone who bought Windows <laughs> Vista, you discovered certain features shut off as punishment. The bug this time was both human and traditional. So someone accidentally installed a buggy early version of Genuine Advantage software on Microsoft
0: servers. Mm-hmm. Hmm, interesting.
1: Yeah, I bet a lot of people called the support line and were on holds for a very long time and were very hot and bothered about it.
0: <laughs> Listen, God bless anyone who's on like the phone the other side of the phone in like support sort of situations because that cannot be an easy job. No, and there are times when I'm heated, yeah, um,
1: especially when it comes to something like you know, providing captions or accessibility mm-hmm. or um, if there's something going on with the pharmacy and I can't get my medication that mm-hmm. you know is time sensitive or something. we had that happen with the dog twice when he got sick, and that was super frustrating. um but um, yeah, i am I am <laughs> infamous, I'm sure for saying, I'm not upset with you because I know this isn't something that you did yourself, but this situation is completely unacceptable.
0: (laughs) I know. Like, the longer you wait on hold, the more angry you get. And then, like, God forbid you send some sort of, like, not super nice tone in their voice and then, like, you know?
1: Yeah. And if it's about something like accessibility or something like prescriptions or something, you're already going in kind of on the aggressive slash
0: defensive. Yeah. And you can't help yourself.
1: Oh,
0: Um, I try so hard not to be mad because I'm sure their job is really hard.
1: And we just had our first ginger glitch on this episode. Christina <laughs> unplugged her mic un- accidentally, and Zancaster booted us out of the recording. And then Liz had her computer overheat and shut down at the exact same time. It was <laughs> So weird. We have, like
0: no we have a ginger glitch ghost, like, buzzing around us. Oh, my God.
1: So right. weird. Well, um, I have one
0: last thing to give you, and you're going to get it right away because I there's just no way around it.
1: Do you want okay. me to give you my history first?
0: Okay, yeah. Give me your history.
1: Okay. <laughs> this is my personal – well, it's differently favorite, I guess. Apple Maps gives us directions to nowhere in 2012. Ah. In its rivalry with Google, Apple decided to get rid of the much adored Google Maps app that had always come on the new iPhones and to replace it with their map app that um, they had written, Apple had written itself. But in Apple Maps, whole lakes, train stations, bridges, and tourist attractions were missing or mislabeled. The Washington (laughs) Monument moved across the street. <laughs> the Riverside Hospital appeared in Jacksonville, Florida, even though it had become uh, a a supermarket eleven years earlier.
0: Oh my God, I'm weird! So a
1: supermarket was labeled as a hospital um in the three the apps three d view bridges and dams seemed to melt into the water um. And Auckland, New Zealand's main train station was in the middle of the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The data that underlies mapping apps comes from dozens of different databases for roads, satellite photos, points of interest, and so on. But meshing them together takes not just smart software, but also thousands of man hours and handwork. Um, so you actually have to, like, sit down and, like, do it by hand oh to check all of this stuff. And I remember the Washington Monument being across the street. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> um,
0: yeah.
1: It doesn't just move. Uh, <laughs> um which Google had had years to complete, but Apple hadn't. Little by little, Apple has been fixing these problems, but the company may find it difficult to instill all the, lust, the lost trust, not the lust, in Maps.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't use Apple Maps. I deleted it off my phone after that.
0: Yeah, I definitely don't use it, and I'm annoyed when it defaults to it sometimes. It's not yeah, as me good too. as Google Maps.
1: No, not at all not at all like mm-hmm. you can't get the terrain i mean there's so much that's just generally missing from it too
0: yeah yeah it's less good less good
1: <laughs> it's
0: uh,
1: somewhat bad
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay well this uh service is it actually still exists but it, at its, the top of its game, it was the number two service in the U.S. as of 2015, and now has been taken over by other smartphone-based GPS services that rendered pre-printed driving directions obsolete. You mean MapQuest? I do mean <laughs> MapQuest.
1: <laughs> oh my God! Remember when you that? Okay, first of all, super funny that my last one was Maps and yours was no, too. I mean-
0: in my head uh, and I was like but you can't say that's a great segue Sarah because we already used Segway. also uh, uh, I didn't want to give it away
1: <laughs> well at first I thought it was Apple Maps and I was like Christina wouldn't have been able to straight face it through that <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wouldn't have I would have been dying <laughs>
1: remember when you used to have to print out directions how did we live like that
0: I don't know. I definitely print out directions and I found some not too long ago where I would write on the directions, like where it would be like, turn left on blah, blah, blah street. I'd be like circle K or like, I'd say like different things that were there that I didn't have to look at the street name. And this goes back to the fact that I can't see very good. And
1: yeah, <laughs> that's- circle
0: K was easier than a street name. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I used to write an R and circle it, or I would write an L and circle it when it said left turn, because it wasn't abbreviated, so it was like harder to skim it, too.
0: Yeah, 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 totally. I would have, uh, yeah, that's how I'd write it, too, an L with a circle and an R with a circle. I had so many prints and quests in my car, and I would label the top of it, like, someone's house or a dentist's office, because it would be confusing, like, what paper goes to what place. Yeah. And yeah. you do the reverse. You would print it going to it and reverse so you knew how to get back home.
1: Yeah, because it was different. Like, with yeah. it, you know, DC, obviously, MapQuest was very complicated with all the wagon wheels and the grid.
0: Oh, um, man.
1: <laughs> DC is built to avoid invasion, so it makes it very difficult to drive um, unless you are used to it. In which case, it's very easy because it actually goes – I'm going to tangent this totally, but you know how they have state names as streets like Massachusetts Mm -hmm. or Alaska or whatever. It's by syllable, tells you how far out from the White House or the Capitol building, because the Capitol building is ground zero for mm. um, for all of the directions and everything goes out from there. So um, same with any street that's named, like we used to live on Willard. I'm really mm. giving everyone my personal information in this episode. If anyone would like to become Sarah Allapin, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um so we lived on Willard and because it was a W and it had two syllables it told you which street that it was between so it was between T and U and um 17th and 18th it it's it's like all of it totally makes sense uh if you know it and if you mm-hmm. don't it's totally overwhelming and mm-hmm. coming and going are totally different. So yeah, you always had to print out both directions. So what happened to MapQuest? Like
0: I always wondered Yeah, so it says that still the service, uh, blah, 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 blah. it it basically was so many more options bubbled up that improved upon themselves quicker, including Google Maps, that MapQuest just, like, died off. They're still around, but, like, nobody uses them anymore. I
1: kind of want to pull it up and see what it even does anymore. I bet you
0: it's great if you want to print off your directions. This was a very throwbacky kind of episode. I loved it.
1: I know it's such. It's like so our growing up experience all in this
0: episode. I know. I'm sorry for people who are a little younger than us. Um, hopefully, some of it made sense. But regardless, hey, thank you guys for joining us on Laughing with Ginger's today.
1: Uh, we certainly had fun, and we hope you also enjoyed listening to our silly little podcast where two feisty redheads who happen to have very loud laughs love to share crazy stories, play games, sometimes flip the script, and spread silliness and joy.
0: Follow us on Instagram at laughingwithgingers. We'll post the photos from the stories that we shared today.
1: Yeah, and you can submit stories, episode ideas, just general fun through our Instagram. Um... You, you know where to find us.
0: And you can support us on Patreon and get all kinds of access to goodies there, including behind-the-scenes content. We have different membership levels, so check us out at patreon.com slash laughingwithgingers.
1: You can also get to our Patreon or purchase merch on our website. Um oh, wow where you can get your very own set of boxer briefs with our face all over them or a blue-footed booby sports bra or a shirt that tells everyone you're on airport time when you decide to crack a beer open at 6 in the morning. No one's here to judge you. At laughingwithgingers.com. You can also find our upcoming events like Podcast Movement, where we're speaking in August in Nashville. And if you're going, you can let us know on Instagram too. Or our Laughy Hours and all kinds of good stuff.
0: All right, we'll tune into Laughing with Gingers next week for some more good times.
1: Catch you later. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.